everyone, and welcome to episode 11 of High Scores and High Spots, your podcasting home for all things wrestling and video games. Today, we've got a very, very fun episode in store. We are going to be fantasy booking theories, money in the bank cashing. Uh, we're probably going to go in two completely different ways on that, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Also, we're going to be talking history of rest video games this time we're talking the legends of wrestling series um from the early 2000s that'll actually be a lot of fun we're gonna kick things off though with video games uh news rumors what have you um let's start things off Nathan, with the new game dropped on nintendo out of nowhere yeah this was uh kind of crazy because uh you know, people were rumoring that maybe we'd get a direct in July since we didn't get one in June, like our proper one. But uh, judging by these two Nintendo stories we got right here, I don't think it's I don't think there's going to be any uh, directs, Ryan, in July. Because, uh, yeah, we had a random game announced out of nowhere. Uh, Kirby. What's the name of it? It's a new Kirby game. Uh, yeah, let me let me find it here. It's 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 a part real basically. Yeah, it's like a Mario Party Kirby game, which they've done these before. Um, but uh, I mean, the the trailer looked nice. Uh, Kirby I mean, Star, uh, Kirby Star Allies. No, that's not it. Uh, that's a, that's a game that's already out. Uh, never mind. Uh. Kirby's Dream Buffet? Yep, that's it. <laughs> I had to find it. I've... Yeah, uh, and uh, Kirby's Dream Buffet, which is a crazy name for a Kirby game, but Kirby's crazy. Um, yeah, uh, they uh, it was a CGI trailer, which is a little bit of gameplay, and the gameplay definitely looked like Mario Party crossed with like... I like Fall Guys a little bit. Yeah, too. Yeah, it was, yeah, it had that aesthetic to it. Um, but it, yeah, it looked pretty cool. And, um, I think it's, uh, I think it's going to be, uh, a fun game to play. Uh, probably a good quick pick me, pick up and play game. Probably nothing to get real into, but you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that should be a good one. Uh, yeah. Got announced out of nowhere. No, nobody's expecting that. Yeah. It was just a random trailer dropped. Um, you know. Four player fun. Uh, it's uh, food themed stages, so it's a lot like uh, Fall Guys in the way that there's different stages and you have different stuff you have to do. Um, it's more or less a party game that you would play with friends, uh, right? Along the same lines as a Mario Party, Mario Kart kind of thing. Um, but hey, you know, if you're a big Kirby fan, this is awesome. It comes out of nowhere, um, and it's coming sometime soon. So Sometime this summer, it says. So That's right. uh, we're not 100% sure when, but summer means sometime either this month or next month. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so that's cool. Um, also, uh, the tra- a new trailer, an actual gameplay trailer uh, of uh, Bayonetta 3 came out, which is another reason why I say there is no direct happening because they wouldn't. Uh, this is something that definitely yeah. would have been on a direct. Uh, but yeah, this. Um, 
That was cool. Uh, I, I have not, I have yet to play Bayonetta. I really need to, because uh, they, they basically they play like, um, they play like a Devil May Cry kind of game. Got guns and swords and yeah. fast paced action. Uh, so I really needed, I really need to pick up these Bayonetta games and play them. Uh, but I definitely will check this one out. And uh, but yeah, it looked great. It did. It did. So Great. Nintendo coming on strong. Both. Uh, I don't. I don't know when Star or when the Dream Buffet comes out. I think it's. I think it said summer. So I'm assuming either this month or next month. Yeah. And Bayonetta comes out in October. So. Bayonetta. Uh, speaking of Nintendo, they have uh, uh, warned players that with the increasing rise in temperatures. Um, they they say that you know hey, if it's too hot, please don't use your switch. Um, <laughs> um, it says if you use a hot Nintendo Switch in a hot place, the temperature of the main unit may become high. Please use in the place of five thirty five degrees Celsius, which would be you know ninety five degrees Fahrenheit. Um, also, if the intake and exhaust ports are blocked, the temperature of the main unit may rise. Make the air around the intake and exhaust ports better. If the temperature of the main unit becomes too high, it may sleep automatically to protect the main unit. When playing in TV mode, install the Nintendo Switch dock in a location that does not retain heat. So they're basically saying, hey, if it's too hot, maybe don't have your Switch out. Um, so, you know, wouldn't want anything to happen to your Switch. Um, and it, there's basically a heat rise across the entire world right now. Um, so... <laughs> Um, just yeah, just be cautious of your switch if you're uh, out if you, if you live in a super hot temperature right now. So, there you go. um, <clears throat> I want to see since um, Metal Gear Metal Gear um, is its 35th anniversary uh, coming up uh, today. Actually, as we record this, it's the 35th year of the very first Metal Gear game that came out in 1987. Um, they say that uh, Konami is preparing. Um, we're preparing to resume the sale of titles that have been temporarily suspended. Yeah, they took they took down the first three Metal Gear games. Yeah. Uh, so you can't buy them anywhere um, except unless you buy find find uh, old copies on eBay or something. So here's the full list of games that were uh, that they removed. Um, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty for the PS3, Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater for the PS3, Metal Gear Solid HD Edition for the PS3, and then all those same ones for the Vita, um, Xbox, PlayStation Now, NVIDIA Shield, all of them. So basically, it's just 2 and 3, any other remake of 2 and 3. Um, so I guess they're going to be bringing them back. I don't know why they were ever taken down. Um, but yeah, so they're going to apparently bring these games back. Um so hey, cool. Um, apparently the, the statement. Um, actually, I just found it. They said that some of the real life archive footage that they use in the game, um, they lost the license to them, so they couldn't. That's why they pulled them. All right. Um, so hopefully they have. They said we are currently working on renewing the licenses for select historical archive footage used in their in game. So they're apparently that's why they're trying to uh, bring these back. So cool. I mean, you know. I think Snake Eater was one of the first games I played all the way through. So, right. Um, it'd be cool to see them back. You know, if you're a big fan of them. You know. Um, uh, speaking of 
Speaking of stuff that got taken down because of real real world issues, uh, we already know about what happened with uh, uh, Advanced Wars two or Advanced Wars remake. You know, it got taken down because of what's going on with Ukraine and Russia. Uh, apparently, Ryan, that is also the reason why GoldenEye has yet to come out. Hmm. Because it does take place in Russia. Um, true. true, true. But here's the deal. Just because it takes place in Russia doesn't mean... Because it's like Advanced Wars is a little different because you're actually going in and taking over countries, which is kind of what Russia is doing right now. You know? Yeah. But GoldenEye was just a spy game. You're not taking over nothing. You're not going into another, like crossing borders and do it just was took place in Russia and had some Russian characters, but it wasn't like, I don't see why that game doesn't need to come out. Yeah, that's weird. Am I wrong in thinking that? I mean, it, and it's, it's, it's Russia in the past. You know, like, I get Russia right now is a sensitive topic for people, but we're talking about Goldeneye it's the nineties. Yeah. Wasn't it USSR then anyway? Uh, no, it wasn't. I thought it was still was. So, but maybe, um, maybe the game, like maybe it takes place when it was, I don't know. I mean, that's just, yeah, it's just weird to me to be, I mean, I get it. it it's, it's a sensitive topic and you know, but man, like, uh, I don't know. I, if that's the case, that's kind of that's kind of silly in my opinion. Yeah, that's what the a lot of people at Xbox were saying. So that's kind of sucky. Um, let's see, what other news do we got here, Ryan? Uh, um, well, um, Shredder's Revenge, um, as everyone knows, came out uh, you know last month or so. Um, it sold one million dollar copies in a week. Hell um, yeah! Um, yeah, they they uh, they shared that it sold one million copies in its first week. So that is awesome. Um, that that shows that there's a, still a market for these old beat 'em up, um, old school games. And uh, maybe this leads. I mean, you know, we've seen them. We saw Streets of Rage, whatever, come out. Uh, the new Battletoads. So there's still there have been a lot that have come out recently um, that are kind of a tribute to the old school beat em ups, but this one was probably the best one of the bunch that came out. Um, and it, and this could be a, this could be a sign. Maybe we're going to get more of these throwback games. People like, you know, retros in right now, the nostalgia hit is in. Um, but maybe this is a good sign that we're going to see more of these games coming soon. Well, uh, also hopefully it means that enough sell that, uh, because the creator said that they didn't have any DLC planned, but if there's interest in the game, which means basically if it sells good, maybe they will make some DLC. So maybe that'll be a thing. I mean, a million copies. Plus, that's not even equating to all the people that are playing on Game Pass. Right. So that means they sold a million copies either on Xbox, Switch, or PlayStation. Um, And then, yeah, you're not even... That doesn't even account for however many 
potential millions of people are playing on Game Pass. So I I would say DLC is a they're probably like I think they made enough money now from this game um to wait let's see was it what like 30 bucks a game? Mm-hmm. So you know that's 30 million dollars. <laughs> that's and then that's the first week. If yeah. it's still selling as of now, I I think that's enough of a warrant for some more DLC here, maybe some more more levels, maybe some added characters. Um, I, I think they should uh, maybe start working on it now because you know, hey, million copies in first week is crazy. That's yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, I guess they are they probably are counting to a fact that the digital the if you bought the physical copy. Um, but the physical copies, they're not even, they're like six weeks still till they come out. Right. So people may have waited too to buy more people might buy this when the physical copy actually comes out. So oh, I'm sure there'll be some double dipping. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it, it that's crazy. I, I, I knew this game was like popular and people were playing it, but I really didn't expect that many. Um, that's pretty good for a, especially an indie company like that to hit a million in the first week is that's pretty damn good. Right. So that's um, cool. speaking of Ninja Turtles, Ryan, uh, the other Ninja Turtles game that is yet to get a release date for some reason. Yeah. Uh, the Cowabunga collection, which has got, was it like 10 games? It's insane. Yeah. Um, it, they released a trailer playing, uh, showing gameplay, Ryan, and you might think to yourself, why do I need to see gameplay of games that came out in the 80s and 90s? But there was some interesting stuff that came out of this, Ryan. There was, yeah. Because if you're a video game player like me and you, you know, the old folks, uh, if you would have seen uh, back then playing those games, uh, there's a lot of not really glitches. I'd call them just it's just a product of the times. There's a lot of flickering, a lot of slowdown. Uh, well, on this uh, gameplay trailer, Ryan, there that, that stuff was not there. These looked like completely different games. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. And if they fixed that. Like, it wasn't a big deal anyway, because when you go to play an old Nintendo game, you know, like, especially from the original Nintendo, when you go to play that, you know, you expect it to be, you expect those things. So you're not, it's not going to break the game for you. It's not going to, you know, you're still going to play it. But if they got rid of all that stuff and make the game run smoother, especially the old ones from the Nintendo and then the, the ones from the Game Boy and stuff, I mean that would that that gives me an incentive to buy it. I was not going to buy it. I might now. Um. Yeah. They, they, yeah. They upgraded them. That'd be awesome because those games are, those games are a little rough. Um. Uh. The originals. So if they can upgrade them and make them play a little better. Then I'm all for it. I'll I'll definitely pick it up. Yeah. Um, I mean, it might make it easier too because those games are hard as f. Since we're on this uh, retro kick here, um, I think we I, I, this has been around for a while, but it's now officially announced by Sega uh, today. Uh, the Sega Genesis Mini 2 is coming to North America on October 27th. Um, over 50 titles this time will be included with 
some Sega with four Sega CD games actually included. Yeah. Um, Sonic CD, Shining Force CD, Slip Heed, and you. You Mimi Mystery Mansion are the uh, Sega CD games, but over 50 games total, including Sonic 3D Blast, uh, Splatterhouse 2, uh, Vector Man 2. Um, game. So 50 games, over 50. So hey, that's better than the first one they came out with. So uh, the first one had like 60, I think. It says but, it has more bigger. So yeah, but. Uh, but yeah, this is this is cool because when it first got announced, uh, it was J- Japan only. Yeah. Yep. And now they're so, finally bringing it to America. So yeah, some of these games that are on here, uh, if you would have imported it, you know, bought the Japanese version of this thing, uh, you wouldn't have been able to play some of these games because there's a lot of Japanese text and a lot of the RPGs and stuff. You wouldn't know what was going on. Yeah. Oh, it's a big deal that it's coming to the United States, and they're making uh, some of those RPGs. They're making them. They're making them uh, English translated. So that's that's going to be sweet. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool that they're actually bringing it to America. I, I mean, I figured they would eventually. Um, but hey, you know, it's in October, so right before the you know the, uh, um, and it has the six button control pad. Yes, yes, that's a big one. That's a big one, there, buddy. Well, there you go. So right around- like when the the last Sega Genesis Mini that came out, uh, when it came out, uh, everybody was getting uh, custom six-button yeah. controllers and putting it in it because, but uh, yeah, um, it's really cool and uh, it is the Model Two version because there were three yep. models of the Sega Genesis. This is the Model Two version, so that's pretty cool. Um, that's the that's the version that came out with Sonic Two, which is also on this thing, which is on everything. Let's be honest, Sonic Two, but uh, it's really cool. Um, I just wish now that they would make, you know, I know there's not a big maybe not a big audience for it, but uh, maybe a Sega Saturn Mini if they could figure out how to freaking get those games ported, and then maybe maybe a Dreamcast Mini. You know, I mean. I mean, they made a PlayStation. Be, they, they can do a Dreamcast. You would think, but I don't know. Maybe the audience um, ain't there for it. One last thing on this: uh, this game, this will actually come with two bonus games. Um, a never released bonus game has also been added. Um, nice. So, Fantasy Zone uh, is one of the bonus games, and then a game called Star Mobile. So, there you know, if you're a big Genesis fan, this might be worth it. You know, um, hey. I didn't expect it to come to America, so that's pretty cool. I don't know if I'll pick it up, but I'll definitely, you know, look check it out and see if it's. Uh, Isn't it Amazon only? It's exactly yes, it is an Amazon exclusive. So, um, that kind of sucks, but Amazon's easy to use. Um, so I mean, it's not like it's a hundred and three dollars, but that's the Japan version. So it probably would be cheaper, and once it gets to America, that's buying the Japan version. It's a hundred and three dollars. Mm. So once it actually comes out in America, the price will probably drop a little bit. Um, right. So, but yeah, pretty cool. Um, didn't expect that. That was pretty cool news that got dropped today. So <laughs> there you go. Sega's still, you know, still hanging around, um, still doing stuff. I don't know exactly what kind of company they are now and uh, exactly what they do, but, uh, you know, they're, <laughs> they're still here. <laughs> right. Uh, Ryan, uh, I don't know if we have a whole lot of news left, but 
uh, we are going to do on the gaming history coming real soon here. And we're going to do, uh, we're going to mix wrestling and video games together here, Ryan. We're going to do legends of wrestling, three games that came out on the PlayStation two, uh, PlayStation two and X GameCube and Xbox. Um, yeah. um, but we played it. It was more known for the PlayStation two, uh, um yeah we can get into that because that was about all the news i had anyway um there wasn't yeah. a whole lot left so uh legends of wrestling uh this was a, a claim after being dropped by wwe um you know they wanted to get back into the wrestling world they, you know they had Warzone and uh, and uh they made Warzone and attitude and then they made the two ecw games and then right. uh they dropped them for thq so acclaim was wanting to make a wrestling game but you know at, at this point this was 2001. Uh, WCW and ECW were both gone. Um, and so there were no other real wrestling companies to make a game off of. And so uh, Claim decided, you know what? Let's just uh, let's go with uh, let's go with Legends. Um, and uh, yeah, we had we had the Legends. Uh, Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, Jimmy Snuka, Terry Funk, the Road Warriors. Um, Rob Van Dam was in the first one, which was weird because he was an active wrestler. Um, well, yeah. not only that, not only was he an active wrestler, but I mean, Hogan came not too long after this game came out. Um, Hogan and I think Eddie Guerrero was also in Legends of Wrestling one, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, he had ended up going back to uh, WWE at the time of this game came out, he had re signed WWE too. So, and Van Dam, um, like because this was Legends of Wrestling one was released in 2001 and like. When it came out, like not that long after that, it, you know, he was in WWE. So, yeah, the invasion happened. Yeah. Um, um, Legends, so Legends Wrestling one of the three, it's probably the worst. I would say so. Um, gameplay one. Gameplay in this game is, is it, first of all, graphics wise, it's, uh, I mean, it's all right. Uh, I mean, the models... It's kind of cartoony and blocky. The models kind of look like them, but yeah, it's blocky, cartoony. Not at all the, you know, realistic wrestling game um, people were expecting. But uh, it had a huge roster of of wrestlers. You know, all the Von Eriks, uh, Carrie, Fritz, Kevin, Michael, and David were all in it. Uh, Sabu, Rob Van Dam, uh, you know, Eddie Gilbert, Ricky Steamboat, Ted DiBiase, Hulk Hogan, the Road Warriors, Bret Hart, um, Mr. Fuji, the Iron Sheik, Terry Funk. Um, so a huge roster of, of wrestlers um, in this game from a variety of uh, eras. The, the problem with these games, and it goes all the way to the third one, too, is it's, it's a claim. And a claim just had a history of their games not having a huge move list. Um, and everyone basically has the exact same moves. So not a lot that happened. They, they did this cool thing. I think it's in the first one too, where you can reverse a move, like in the middle of the move, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's so long. Like you hold them up for a scoop slam. It takes like forever to actually complete it. Cause it gives them time to, but the, the, it was there. Like the, you know, the, the reversal stuff was cool. Um, mm -hmm. so the first one was not the best. The second one though, really ramped it up. Cause the second one had a career mode. Um, yeah. 
So you would start, uh, you could be a, you could create your own Ross legend or you could, you know, be a, be a legend and you'd basically pick a era or a, a region, I guess would be the correct term. Um, and then you go through the region with different um, storylines. There's like eight storylines in each territory. So, you know, the replayability is there. Um, there are specific storylines. Like if you play as Jerry Waller in the South region, you do the feud with Andy Kaufman, Kaufman, who was one of the big players in, in this game. So, I mean, yeah, it's pretty cool um, that the career mode is, is what made this game better. Um, graphics wise, it was pretty identical. <laughs> yeah. Graphics wise, it was identical. Uh, there was also a really cool, I mean, you, you kind of had to grind, but there was an unlocking system in this game where you yeah. unlock new wrestlers. Uh, you had to use coins and you got coins from, you know, doing matches. And there's also something you didn't uh, mention, Ryan, on both uh, the, the first one and the second one. There was um, a uh, uh, audience meter. Yes. Yeah. It, it, yeah, that is true. Yeah. You had the audience meter where your match excitement, it got more coins the higher the match excitement you had, which was, you know, that's pretty cool. Um, so the second one we had, um, people added to this game, people like Owen Hart, which by the way, that Owen Hart was in this game. This was, I don't know if he was in the third one. I'll check. Um, uh, but this was his last video game appearance, uh, Owen Hart in the legends of wrestling. Um, right. So, um, yeah, I don't know if he was in the third one. I think it was weird because he, yeah, he was in the third one. So him, this was his last own a video game appearance until this new uh, AEW game comes out. Um, but yeah, this was his Owen Hart's last appearance in wrestling games. Um, but also new legends, Owen Hart, the Steiner brothers were both in this one. Roddy Piper, Sid Vicious, Mill Mascaris, um, Eddie Guerrero was in the second one, even though he ended up re-signing with WWE like right when this game launched. So that was cool. Um, Andy Kaufman, yeah. Andre the Giant, Bam Bam Bigelow, um, Bob Backlund, Bobby Heenan, the Nasty Boys. So you had a good variety. Plus, everyone basically from the first game was back except for Rob Van Dam. Um, and the second one, you actually unlocked the fictional promoters um, as well. There were a promoter for each region um, until you could play as them as well. So the creative wrestler from these games were not terrible. No, they weren't bad. I, I remember having fun creating uh, legends and stuff. Um, the third one, I never really, I played it once, I think. We never played this third one. Um, the third one was different because they ended up having it actual. Was, uh, it was they, called Showdown. Showdown Legends Wrestling. And they actually had, uh, you know, uh, announcers in this game. Right. Um, it had, I think. Um, it was Bobby, Bobby Heenan, Tony Schiavone, and Larry Zabisco were the announcers. Um, this one had a very, very uh, WCW feel to it as it added in Macho Man, uh, Dusty Rhodes, Diamond Dallas Page, Kurt Henning, Sting, Rick Rude, Nikita Koloff, Jake Roberts, Ultimate Warrior. It had a very WCW theme to it, um, along with all the other ones who were still in the other games. Um, this one had a um what was it called um it, where you could basically redo classic matches i don't remember what they called it but it was one of the biggest features of this game um and it had real like actual arenas which was cool um it had the sportatorium 
uh, the Sky Dome, the Mid-South Coliseum, uh, Madison Square Garden, the Silver Dome, the Omni, the Cow Palace, the Spectrum, Boston Garden. Uh, really cool. Tokyo Dome. So it actually had, you know, real stadiums, Wembley Stadium. Um, so it had real stadiums. Um, but the, 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 the commentary was terrible in this game. Um, <laughs> Bobby Heenan, shout out to him. Uh, this was when he was battling cancer. And so, like, he was not the Bobby Heenan everyone knew. Um, so his it, it was not – the commentary was bad. It was just repetitive. And it basically just said the same shit over and over again. But the roster, man, this roster was oh insane. I mean, you know, you had all those guys Sting, Henning, plus the legends of the past. I mean, you the, the roster was awesome. That was the good thing about all these games was the roster. Right. It's just a shame that the wrestling didn't hold up to the roster. <laughs> uh, the third one was riddled with uh, bugs and uh, issues. Um, it was it was it was very bad, and this was gonna. I think this was, if I'm not mistaken, I think Legends Showdown Legends of Wrestling was the last game Acclaim ever made. Like I think after this game, Acclaim went out of business. Uh, it could be. Um, so because this game came out in 2004, and Acclaim did not last much longer after that. Um, but overall, Nathan, what do you? What I mean, anything else you want to say? I mean, these games were fun for what they were. I mean. Yeah, I enjoyed them. I enjoyed the unlocking stuff. I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the 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 career mode and going through the, especially the second one, going through the the regions and stuff was really cool for me. And uh, overall, you know, not everything's got to be simulation style, you know, yeah. and and plus, uh, you know. Um, Gameplay wise, I mean, yeah, there was a lot of the same moves, but the reversal stuff was nice, and mm-hmm. and the second one and the third one, the gameplay was a lot faster and uh, not as bogged down. The reversals happened a lot quicker, and um, overall, I think it was a good, it was a decent franchise. It was something else to play because there wasn't any others. All you had was at this point, all you had was uh, the two K series. Well. Uh, the WWE SmackDown, Smackdown yeah, series, Smackdown, yeah. Smackdown series, yeah, that's all you had. Yeah, you so, had uh, shut your mouth and here comes the pain. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was a welcome change for a different wrestling game. That I mean, we played the hell out of Legends of Wrestling too. Legends of Wrestling one, we didn't really play that much. I think it was just because there was no unlockables or anything. You know, it was just there was no special features in it. It was just you know, it was just a a raw game. It was just you know, yeah. Uh, but the second, the second one with, with the unlockables and doing the career mode was really fun. Um, and, and the second one introduced the creative legend, which was awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, it, overall, it's a wrestling game that I don't think a lot of people look fondly on um, the series as well. But it did make it three games, which says something as for a wrestling game. I mean, you know, as a wrestling game, it's pretty cool that it made it three games because usually wrestling is not the best is when it comes to video games um and make it three games over the course of you know four years or whatever um it's i think if you've never played it it's definitely the second one at at least is worth checking out yeah it's going to be now looking back on it the controls are going to be very clunky and it's it's um not going to be like you know the best controls but 
I think it's worth checking out, especially the second one, especially if you're a fan of old school wrestling and you've never really seen any of these guys in these, you know, it's the only game some of these guys have ever been in. You know? Yeah. So it's cool to see, you know, guys like No Maskeris, Killer Kowalski, and guys like that in a wrestling game because in, in Mr. Wonderful, because they're not in any other game. And they probably even will if never they're be. doing even if they're doing moves that they wouldn't have done, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's the thing. It, it comes with it's it's not a realistic wrestling game. Um, the cage, I remember the cage match was like 20 feet high, it felt like. Yeah. In this game's uh, but yeah, I think it was it's worth checking out. If you've never played this series, definitely worth checking out. I remember the Legend of Us 2 came with like there was like bonus footage and it had like interviews with all the legends and stuff that were still alive. That was always fun to watch um, yeah. and unlock that stuff. Um, yeah, it's a lot of unlockables. You can unlock the wrestlers, the the, the like this backstage stuff and stuff like that. So definitely if we're gonna play one, I would say Legends of Wrestling 2 is the one to check out. But if you want one with a better roster and a little bit of where the wrestling is a little bit better, maybe check out Showdown. Um, just because it's it, it looks better and there's commentary and stuff like that, but there's a lot of glitches and bugs, and it's this game was like rushed out. So um take that for what it is. But showdown is if you're wanting a game to just fuck around in and have fun with, showdown might be worth it because it's just a terrible game. Um, as far as a good game, Resident Wrestling 2 is the way to go. It's the best of the series. Um, there you go. Legends of Wrestling, something that a lot of people may not know exists. If you're a younger fan or you just didn't really pay attention to video games back then, you may not even know this game. These games ever came out. Right. Uh, let's let's uh, transition, Ryan, from wrestling video games to wrestling and talk about Monday Night Raw. So we had Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Uh, that was kicked off the show. Lesnar came out. Um, he was in his high... He was in a good mood, and he started talking about hogs. Um, and basically, he called Reigns a hog, and he's going to slaughter him at SummerSlam. Uh, oh, yeah. Pretty graphic <laughs> for WWE. And then, uh, hey, yeah, Heyman came out, um, and they 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 went back and forth. Um, you know, Heyman put over Lesnar, uh, but they also said that Raymond, Roman is going to destroy him and put him down. Um, he said, Heyman said, uh, he's going to have Reigns ready for Lesnar at SummerSlam, even if he has to train Reigns to stick his hand up Lesnar's ass and pull his heart out of that hole. Yeah. Uh, very graphic, graphic promo. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of graphic, good Lord. Um, then Theory walked out on stage um, and basically uh, said he's going to take back his United States title. And then he is going to pin whoever wins the match and become the youngest undisputed universal champion ever. Which I guess said yes, he'd be the youngest undis- uh, universal champion. So, right. So I guess that's how that's their way of getting around it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that happened. Um, Theory then showed the F five that Lesnar gave him off the elimination chamber. So he said, "Hey, you know." Yeah. So about that. They showed it, but they, you know, I guess, I guess it wasn't, you know, AEW, you know, they have the crash pads and stuff when they do these crazy falls. And yeah, WWE, they don't. And then it's like they get upset, you know, that their wrestlers did not take an insane bump onto a freaking cage floor. And uh, yeah, they 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 showed him falling, but then they cut the screen right before he hit the yeah. ground, and then they had a sound effect. 
Yeah. They do that a oh, lot. They do that a lot with like when they show stuff from pay-per-view. And I don't know if it's like a peacock thing. Maybe. They even do it for stuff that's not even that graphic. Like, so I don't know. Maybe it's like a peacock has it in their thing where you, oh, we don't want to show it on TV. So you have to watch the thing. I mean, it's weird. Like, it's like basically free. <laughs> that could be what it is. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but then uh, Alpha Academy showed up. Um, Lesnar destroyed them holy smokes <laughs> my god dude he used the steel step on gable and then he like launched him with an overhead belly to belly suplex why like, he just fucking threw and then he just lifted otis up like he weighed nothing and yeah. f5 him through the table why isn't there such a monster like it's moments like that where you understand why they keep bringing him back because he does that shit and the crowd pops for it and it's like god this guy's fucking insane <laughs> and he doesn't care he just does what he wants and it's so crazy um yeah so that was the opening segment for all um and then uh we come out and we talked to the show last week about ray cheating the judgment day blah 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 blah, blah. so last week they wrestled and then this week they just sit in the ring and talk yeah uh, wow, Ramister just sits there and lets Damian Priest and Finn Balor run him down and basically recruit his son. And he does nothing about it. What? <laughs> yeah, that was kind of... I don't know what was up with that. Basically, though, Judgment Day offered Dominic to join them. And Dominic looked... I mean, again, I don't even know if this was Dominic acting. He may have been completely lost, but he looked like he was considering it. But again, it's Dominic. I don't know. Dominic's facial expression sometimes confuses me. So I don't know if this was planned or not. Um, but then uh, they double drop kicked him in a bad double drop kick, by the way. Um, they didn't time it at all. Uh, no. Then it goes to commercial, and then we're back with Rey Mysterio versus Finn Bauer, a rematch from last week. <sighs> because... Why not? <laughs> no, of course. Um, very good match, though. These two these two work well together. Um, two veterans who both know what they're doing. Uh, the ending, uh, Bauer goes for a suplex. Mysterio got out of it, but his knee gave out. Bauer hit the reverse DDT, hit the coup de gras, and Bauer gets the win. Um, so he gets his revenge over last week. And then uh, Dominic checks on him, and then Bauer and Priest stand over him and basically like, hey, you know, if you join us, you can join us. So there you go. Uh, then we had Bianca Belair versus Carmella with Becky Lynch on commentary. Um, this was this this was a Carmella and uh, Becky Lynch, uh, Carmella and Bianca Belair match. There's not much to say. Um, no, it's been like the last three matches they or the last two matches they had has been all about the same. Uh, Except they, uh, this one ended in a crappy finish. Yeah, they go to the outside. Uh, Belair pushes. Uh, into the ring post. Uh, Barlow gets Carmella into the ring, but then Becky Lynch distracts Belair. Referee counts her out. Carmella wins by count out, and then she grabs the belt, celebrates like she won. Um, and then Belair just punched her in the face and hit her with KOD. <laughs> what? I well, here's the thing. I don't. I don't understand. Don't be. It's like sometimes they have rules and then other times those rules don't apply. It's only when they want them to. And like, 
why would why would the referee keep counting with Be- Becky Lynch out there? Usually, when they when somebody's interfering like that, they quit counting and tell them to leave. But this time, they just kept counting and counted Belair out. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Uh, next I, segment, um, we had the Miz TV with Champa. Champa said about five words. Um, Miz asked Champa, you know, um, what's his motivation? Champa says he wants the eyes of the world on him, and no one has more eyes on them than the Miz. And then Champa also says that he wants uh, Mania and SummerSlam. He wants it all. Miz gave it all to Logan Paul in a silver platter. Blah blah blah. So there you go. Um, then it turns into Logan Paul and the Miz. Um, basically, Miz is asking Logan Paul to retract the statement and be his tag team partner, and they'll become tag team champions. Um, and then AJ comes out. Um, yeah, it's in typical Miz TV. Um, uh, they make fun of Miz's balls again. This is becoming old very quickly. This is what WWE does. Yep. Um, he even has a T-shirt about his balls. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, then Ezekiel comes out. I guess Ezekiel now is just another guy on the roster. Um, Ezekiel comes out and says he he never introduced himself to AJ. Um, and then uh, yeah, and then they make it a tag team match. He said this match is going to get zeked up because now it's a tag match. Yeah. So Ezekiel has officially just become a guy. Yep. It was cool. Um, him and Owens put it all into this storyline, and it was getting over. But as soon as Owens is now gone, Ezekiel just is now just another guy in the roster. Yeah, and it's like if you're gonna have him, why not be Elias instead of Ezekiel? Because that's a way more fleshed out character. And I just I don't I don't like this at all for for poor poor Elias. Um, don't know why they did this to him. This was your basic tag team match that went on way too long. Um, does this match just, um, yeah, this was just this whole segment between the, the Miss TV and then the match was just too much for me. And it ended in a disqualification. So there you go. Because uh, Champa, Miz hat was in the calf crusher and then Champa just broke it up and just kept punching away until the referee called for disqualification. So AJ and Ezekiel win by disqualification. Yay. Yay. And we had Bobby Lashley warming up backstage, and Real just goes, hey, remember the Alamo? What the fuck? Yeah. I guess they're in San Antonio, I guess, but what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, then we had a very quick women's tag team match as Alexa Bliss and Asuka beat Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop. This match was for nothing and meant nothing, and yeah. What was the point? Stupid. What was the point? Uh, there was none. They're not even mentioning the tag team titles anymore, so what was the point of this match? Exactly. So then we got uh, Usos coming out. Basically, at SummerSlam, they're going to defend their titles against the Street Profits with a mystery guest referee because of what happened at Money in the Bank. Who is it going to be? I think it's going to be Sami Zayn. I could see that. Or Shawn Michaels or somebody like that, but that seems too big for this match. Why Shawn Michaels? No, he always does. Guest referee spots or Mick Foley, you know, like they always do those guest referee spots. Uh, I think you're stretching. Uh, it'll probably be Sami Zayn. Our truth came out. Um, um, you know, 
R-Truth did his R-Truth stick. Um, and then almost an MVP come out. This shit just got fucking crazy. Um, and then it just became a brawl. Yeah, and almost is just now a dude also. Yep. So then it was a six-man tag. It turned into Usos and Omos versus the Street Profits and R-Truth. Another match that was banned for nothing, really. Uh, Usos and almost wind. And it was Dawkins who got who ate the pin. Yeah, what's up with that, man? You got our truth out there, and you have Dawkins. Is this, was this WWE's way of showing Dawkins, hey, guess what? You are going to be the genetic. I mean, here's the thing. This makes no sense. Why would you not just have our truth eat the pin? Yeah. Like, why have almost pinned Dawkins? Because almost is it? They're not even feuding. I know. It makes I no like- sense. I feel like it's, I, I swear, I feel like that's just their way of set, showing Dawkins, hey, guess what? You're going to be the Genetti, whether you like it or not. Um, then we had a tag team match. I thought they said Bobby Lashley was going to defend the United States title in this match, but that didn't happen. So I guess they changed, they, they changed their mind. Most likely. Uh, it was a tag team match. Lashley and Riddle versus Rollins and Theory. Uh, another tag team match. I mean, this was a, a Monday Night Raw tag team match. You've seen them once. You've seen them all. Um, they go back and forth. Riddle hit an RKO on Theory to win. So, yeah, let's push our money in the bank guy. It's really. Hey, that's what they do with every money in the bank winner. They, they, that holds it. Anybody that holds the case for a significant amount of time always ends um, up going on a losing streak. During this match, Dolph Ziggler comes out and sits at ringside for whatever reason. Um, and then at the end of the show, Ziggler gets in the ring, super kick theory, and stands over him. What? <laughs> I I have no idea. What did... What, the last time we saw him, he, A, he was in a tag team with Robert Roode, and B, he got beat by Braun Breaker for the NXT title. Yeah. And, and now he's back as a face? I don't... I have no idea what this is. I... You know, WWE has no stars, and then they, you know, I guess they, 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 they're running out of people that they can just reach it out, out to and bring back. You know, so maybe this is what they, what they're gonna start doing is bringing back Dolph Ziggler as a big name star. I mean, I forgot. Just a couple weeks ago, he was with Robert Roode, and they interrupted almost, and then that didn't lead to anything. Right. I forgot. What? Where did that go? Maybe like, this is is this his thing? He's just gonna keep interrupting everything until some something happens. I, yeah, I, I forgot because it was so quick a thing. I saw someone talk about. It. Yeah, so he yeah a couple weeks ago he, they interrupted almost an MVP and got beat up, and now that didn't lead to a match, which I thought it was going to. And now he just super kicks theory. For no reason, there's no explanation. This was not built up. It was just here we go. Uh, <laughs> Raw was terrible. This show was, was bad. It was very bad. Worthwhile thing was Finn Balor and Rey Mysterio had a good match. That is it. Everything on this else on the show was skippable, but nothing mattered. Like it was all stupid and dumb decisions left and right. Yeah. I mean, I like Riddle, but having Riddle pin your new money in the bank is a dumb decision. 
I agreed. Rollins should have took the pin, or Rollins in theory should have won, honestly. <laughs> but yeah. Ah. So then you find the right. thing. You have theory get pinned, and then he gets super kicked by Ziggler. So you had him basically get humiliated twice. And he's yeah. the guy you're supposed to want to be the future of the company. Tough love, I guess. I don't know. What the fuck? All right. Uh, let's get to... Uh, Speaking of weird booking decisions, let's get to NXT. Well, yeah. Uh, maybe this was a better show. I don't know. Uh, I, I enjoyed this show. Um, but the main event, it, I, I we'll get to, it makes no sense. Uh, we'll, the ending of this show. So we start off with a very good match. Apollo Crews and Giovanni Vinci. Vince Vinci? I don't know how I actually say it. Is it Vinci? Vinci? Um, I think it's Vinci. Vinci. Uh, they had a very good match. These two had a banger. Um, I enjoyed this match a lot. Um, but Vinci gets the win. He hits the 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 last ride sit out power bomb thing that he does and well, uh, he gets the there was there was some interference there was interference by zion quinn yes so i guess quinn's gonna feud with cruz and vincey gets a big win and uh maybe he you know get a push i was worried when they broke up imperium but you know it's getting to do something so well his his his, his entrance is still ridiculous it's oh, so over the top um i guess i should remember should say Beginning of this show, the parking lot, the most dangerous place in NXT. Um, Roxanne Perez is down, and she's been attacked. As Cora Jade and medical personnel are there to help her out. So there you go. Okay. Um, after this match, McKenzie Mintz with Cora Jade, um, and Cora Jade basically talks does not have an update on Perez, um, and she said that this obviously was toxic attraction. They're upset um, that we took her titles, and she goes, "I hope Perez can pull through and compete." Um, Cameron Grimes comes out, talks about how he lost his NXT championship match. He goes, he doesn't have an excuse. He just didn't get the job done. Um, and then JD McDonough comes out. Um, basically tells him, you know, hey, last week, uh, showed a lot of heart. Um, but it's time to wrap up this pity party. Yeah. And the, you know, I like JD Madonna and I like, it's going to get taken used to calling him that, but I also, I used to, I like the way he, his promos, but the crowd was not into it. Yeah. Um, then uh, Grimes called him an Irish asshole, and then um, they attacked each other instead of staring down. Uh, Diamond Mine were backstage um, talking with the Creed brothers and Damon Kemp. Basically, Creed brothers say, hey, we want to run it back, and Damon Kemp says, yeah, let's run it back. And then Roger Strong comes in and says, you cost us the tag titles. Um, if you think you're so good, we challenge him to a match next week. There you go. Caden Carter versus Tatum Paxley. Um, this was weird. This match was not good. <laughs> uh, but Paxley ends up winning with a roll-up. So, Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we had a Monday night roll-up on uh, Monday. I don't think we did, but it, it came over on Tuesday. Um, and then uh, backstage, it's uh, Joe Gacy, and he basically says that the two people who've been by his side will reveal their identities next week. So we're actually going to do figure out who they are, I guess. Uh, Josh Briggs and Brooks Central in a bar. Pretty deadly walked in. They had a bar fight or wanted to have a bar fight. They're going to wrestle next week on NXT for the NXT UK titles. Why that match can't happen on NXT UK, I don't know, but whatever. I like it. 
it's fine. Songa and Duke Hudson wrestled. This was <laughs> what the yeah. fuck happened to Duke Hudson? Did he like piss somebody off or something? <laughs> like, how did they not see him and see something? Like, he's he's so. I don't understand how you can have a guy like Duke, Duke Hudson and then be like, yeah, we're just going to not use him. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Sengal won, unfortunately. Why? <laughs> just, <laughs> man, he's, getting got, the, he's getting the push, Ryan. Sangha's getting the push. Uh, this has Vince written all over it, by the way. Oh, yeah. Sangha. Like, Duke Hudson is... And I know what this comparison made, but he's just like Wade Barrett. He like is. He's got the same height. He's got the same personality. He's got the same skills. And he's going to go down the same road as Wade Barrett. Well, he'll get close and he'll get, but he never, he'll never do what he's, what he's actually capable of. And it's going to be sad because Duke Hudson's so good. Big Duke Hudson fan. And this match just pissed me off. Uh, <laughs> Solo Sokoa and Vaughn Wagner uh, were supposed to have a match, but it ended up just being a fight. Uh, it was a double count out. Uh, they just beat each other up. Um. Yeah, this was just a fight. They kept fighting throughout the rest of the show too. They kept cutting to the break and cutting backstage to have them wrestle throughout the arena. So, no winner there. Um. Then uh, Chase University went to London. That was something. Yeah, are they going to be on NXT UK or not? I don't know. They're in the UK. It would make sense, right? Yeah, that's why when they said they were going to London, that's what I was expecting, and not a promo. It was a field trip. <laughs> I know, but I figured it was like you know, like tongue in cheek yeah. field trip, you know. Yeah, but well, maybe they know. will. You never know. Maybe they'll show up on the show next week or this week. Who knows? That would be too much continuation for that this company. That is <laughs> true. I mean, they've got they've got you know the diamond mine guy fucking. <laughs> over there in UK doing his own goddamn thing and then he's on NXT doing something completely different so <laughs> you know that's 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 very true uh Andy Hartwell took on Last Legend Last Legend not is a, still not terrible a, not a good match at all Last Legend is still terrible Andy did her best well, um Andy really effed up the end of that it looked really like uh CM Punk uh in AEW honestly <laughs> Yeah. Um, Alba Fire shows up on their little elevated stage thing with a basketball. Uh, it did. I didn't know who it was. It looked nothing like her at first. I didn't know who that was. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's Kaylee Ray. Okay. I didn't know who it was at first. Um, she had a basketball. Hartwell hit a spine buster, then a roll-up, and Indy Hartwell gets to win. So two roll-ups in the two women's matches so far. Oh, this one was an unintended roll-up. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to be a roll-up, I don't think. Um, then we had D'Angelo family, Tony D'Angelo and Channing Stacks Lorenzo versus Idris Anofi and Malik Blade. How many names does that guy need? <laughs> and uh, D'Angelo family get the win. Um, and then afterwards, uh, Del Toro and uh, uh, the other guy uh, beat him up. Walking Wild uh, beat up the Blade, and they didn't look happy to do it, but they did it. Um, Nikita Lyons did a promo and she said, Hey, if Perez can't compete, I'll I'll put my gear on and I'll uh, I'll take on Mandy. 
And then we got a promo for Axiom. So apparently, not only did they change a kid's name, they put him on a fuck. They put a mask on him. Yeah. So cool. Um, Mandy Rose then is in the ring. Basically says Perez isn't man woman off the challenger. No one can beat her. She runs NXT. Core Jade comes out and says, "You know what? If Perez can't do it, that's fine. I'm stepping in and I'll challenge." But Perez walks out. She's hurt. Her ribs are taped, but she says, "Fuck it, I'm going for it. I'm wet. I'm wrestling this match." And Jade's like, "You don't have to do this. It's okay. Like I got it." And Perez says, "No, I got it." So they have a match. It's a decent match. Um, you know, it, it it was basically a match where Mandy Rose just worked on uh, Perez's ribs the whole match. So. It was all right. Uh, towards the end of the match, she hits Pop Rocks on the outside, um, and she sends Rose back into the ring. She is going to win this match, but then Cora Jade hits Perez with her new we won, by the way, tag team title, hits her. Rose hits the bicycle knee for the win, and then after the match, Jade gets in the ring, tries to smash her skateboard over Perez, but it breaks before she even hits her with it. That's how angry she was, Nathan. That's how much anger... And fire she had in her that she swung that fucking skateboard so hard that it broke it in half. Yeah. Um, so weird booking decision here. Are uh, you say weird? I say okay. I mean, I understand it. I I I understand where they're going with it, but I don't like the fact that they just won the tag team titles and now they broke up and they're probably gonna hold up the tag team titles. I think the tag team titles are probably going away. I mean, the main roster ones did too, so. Yeah, I think the the, the days of uh, women's tag team titles might might be over. I don't know. They might do a tournament. I don't know. The main roster said they were going to do a tournament. Where, where, yeah, what happened I mean, with you've that? You've got Carter and Chance. You've got Talk to Contraction. You got Leon. Don't even say Carter and Chance. They Every time you think they're going to win those things, they I'm don't. I'm just saying they're an actual tag team. They got two. You got Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley. They're kind of a team. Sometimes. Sure. <laughs> um, but I understand where they're going with this. Um, basically, Jade, I guess, I would assume it's going to go down the route of she's jealous because Perez is called her selfish. I should call Perez selfish. That you know, Basically, the tag titles don't mean anything because she immediately went for the NXT Women's title. So. Well, I think I think she they're going down the road of Cora Jade couldn't get it done. You know, she had two time chances yeah. at Mandy Rose, couldn't get it done. Perez was probably going to get it done, and she was a little upset about that because she brought. I, apparently, she brought Perez in, according to her. Yeah, she said I brought you so, here. Yeah, um, I, I think it also yeah it may have something to do with the fact that you know as soon as they won the tag titles she was like i'm going for the women's title so i think it jade was like what the fuck like <laughs> all right this means nothing to you okay so we'll see where it goes core jade is a heel could be cool um i usually like it when women turn when anyone turns heel because they get their more freedom as a heel so i'll be interested to see how she wrestles as a heel and her promo style as a heel um as a face core jade wasn't the best on the mic but maybe as a heel it'll it'll work out i don't know i like it it just, I don't like how they do these um, things where they have a title change hands and they, or whatever, and then they immediately just don't give a shit about it. Titles are props in WWE, Ryan. Yeah, pretty much. 
Um, but I mean, overall, the show was not terrible. You know, That's it was sure. better than wrong. So uh, before we get to our fantasy booking, Dynamite tonight or well, yesterday, as you listen to this, is night one of Fighter Fest. Um, the big match, John Moxley versus Takashita. Um, uh, if Takashita wins, he will get a number one. Content- he'll be to get a title shot. Um, Young Bucks, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Sarks and Swerve and Gory will wrestle for the tag team titles. Um, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, that's going to be probably the best match of the show. Um, they're going to, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen on the show. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Christian Cage is going to talk again. Fucking yay. Who, who the fuck's he going to, what's he going to say now? <laughs> I don't, I don't know what else he can say. Um, yeah. Uh, Orange Cassidy is going to challenge Wardlow because that's cool. Yeah, for the TNT title, uh, that's crazy. Uh, Orange Cassidy just got a decent win not too long ago, and now yeah. he's probably going to lose this match. So, <laughs> um, I I do want to say we'll talk about this on t- the next show for Dynamite. This is this take a shit a thing with this is leading to Moxley versus Kingston, right? Because uh, Kingston's going to get mad because Moxley wanted this match with Take a Shitta. And Kingston's going to be like, what the fuck? I beat him, and but you're giving him a chance for the title, not me? We're best friends. Like, shouldn't you? I'm thinking it might lead to a Kingston heel turn. That could. That could. What I would want it to be, I don't really want to see Kingston as world champion, but I would want Kingston to beat Moxley and then Punk beat Kingston just to give Kingston a little bit of a run um, as the interim champion and then do Punk. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Because I think that's where it's heading. Because it's weird that they would specifically say that uh, uh, Moxley wanted this match because he was impressed. This is the first time ever, by the way, a guy can lose and then get a shot at the champion. What the fuck? <laughs> it's yeah. so weird. That's true. He lost, but they're like, yeah, you did good, bud. You're still going to get a shot. <laughs> Getting a shot for a shot. <laughs> oh, also, Claudio Castagnoli is going to wrestle Jake Hager. So. Oh, yeah. They're having a, yeah. They're having that match. All right. You ready to do our fantasy booking, Nathan? Um, yeah, let's do this. It's going to be fun. Uh, so, we are going to be doing uh, how Theory should cash in his money in the bank. Um, granted, this is fantasy, so we can take it as wild and crazy as we want. Mine is a little bit more based in realism. Um, but uh, you can go first. I can go first. I don't know how you want to do it. Yeah, I'll go first here. Uh, all, right. all right, so Siri's got this money in the bank. I think he is going to go on a losing streak. They're going to, like, go go on a losing streak, you know, learn some character. I don't know if he's going to be up if they'll ever turn him face. He kind of went face in NXT for a little bit there, but I don't see that but happening like on main roster. <laughs> yeah. When he was with, you know, when he was with uh, Johnny Gargano and he was being silly, he was kind of a face. Yeah, they liked him, yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, so I think basically he's not going to cash in. He's going he's gonna to get advice from Seth Rollins, which he hinted at on Raw. Yeah. Seth Rollins is going to give him the advice of cashing in at WrestleMania. Uh, so he's going to hold this thing for a while. Um, 
Cody Rhodes is going to win the Royal Rumble. And uh, they are going to do that idea that I that we've talked about, where they're going to have two. You know, they got the two nights of WrestleMania. Roman Reigns is going to defend the title on both nights because he's got two belts. Uh, first night he is going to defend against The Rock. Second night, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is going to beat Roman Reigns for these belts, Ryan. And then Ace uh, Austin Theory, or just Theory, is going to come out to do the, the Seth Rollins cash-in, except he's going to fail, Ryan. And Cody Rhodes is going to beat him. And Cody Rhodes is going to ride off into the sunset with those titles. That is how I see okay. this going down. I We're very similar. Because I also think he's going to wait till Mania. But here's the thing. I think here's what I would believe. Because, again, this is fantasy. We can do it the way we kind of want. I feel like it's happening. Theory should get a push, obviously. If he's going to be a future world champion, they need to start pushing him now. SummerSlam, he's going to lose to Lashley because there's no reason for Lashley to lose his title back already. That's fine. He will tease a cash-in after the last man standing. Roman Reigns is going to beat Lesnar. He's going to tease it, but someone like Sami Zayn will stop him or something because Sami Zayn's still going to try to get in Roman Reigns' good races, right? Something silly just to stop him from cashing it. He will then go on to defeat Dolph Ziggler at Cat Clash at the Castle. Um, he'll also wrestle guys like maybe AJ Styles on pay-per-view, Riddle on pay-per-view, just to give him some quality wins along the way. Survivor Series, they will do a Raw versus SmackDown match. He will be the sole survivor from Raw. Um, as another way to give him a push. Royal Rumble comes. He will be in the Royal Rumble. It'll be down to him, Sami Zayn, Drew McIntyre, or him, Riddle, Sami Zayn, and the returning Cody Rhodes, as you said. Um, it'll be down to Theory and Rhodes as the final two. Theory trying to make history as being money in the bank and winning the Rumble, but Rhodes will eliminate him last. Key point. Um, on the road to WrestleMania, let's say night one, he does have the John Cena match. Uh, Theory and Cena wrestle. He gets the win by cheating, but he does get the win. Another push. So night two, WrestleMania. I don't know if they do the Rock thing. If they do it, they do it, whatever. It is Cody versus Roman in the main event for the Universal title. It's a very good match. Cody is kicking out of everything, though. Roman could not put Cody away. Roman can just he just can't beat him. Um, Cody is heading towards the victory, but Theory comes out, hits Cody with the Money in the Bank briefcase, Roman spears Cody and Roman retains. Uh, then Theory slides into the ring and he looks like he's going to cash in, but then Roman sees him and Roman stares at him and Theory starts to back away. This whole time, Paul Heyman's behind Roman and he's got the championships and Roman keeps saying, Paul, give me my belts. Give me my belts. Well, Paul gives it to him by hitting him in the back of the head with the title. Theory then hits Roman Reigns with the briefcase. Cashes in, tries to pin him right away, but Roman kicks out, and then Theory is and Roman's pissed. So Roman destroys Theory. Superman punched three times, three spears, and then he turns his attention towards Paul Heyman. How could you do this, Paul? And Paul's like, "Oh, my tribal chief! I didn't mean it, tribal chief! I didn't mean it, tribal chief!" Uh, he's got the referee distracted. Theory comes back up, low blow, hits him with the championship, hits his move on him, and yes, I'm gonna say it. 
Theory beats Roman Reigns and is the new Universal Champion at the end of WrestleMania. Yeah. This accomplishes two things. This accomplishes two things. This is why I think this is why it should happen. One, you turn Roman face for when he comes back, he can be a face. Because if he's going to be part-time, might as well let him be a face and do it and just come back and smash people like Goldberg does. An attraction. Because he ain't going to be full-time anymore. Let's get the title off of him at Mania. Two, it leads directly into the Cody Rhodes Theory feud, which would lead the, lead the way for a while, and Cody will eventually take it off Theory. Theory will be kind of like a transitional champion. But then you align Theory with Paul Heyman to make him a legitimate main eventer because you've got Paul Heyman with him who can do the promos and he can cheat to win. And so it's, it's the classic Paul Heyman rub um, that Theory will get. So I don't know. I... I Look, if they're going to do it, fuck it. Which is, let's do it in the biggest way possible. Let's have him in the street I, of Roman. I kind of like it, except I don't I don't see them doing the Paul Heyman thing just for the fact that we've already had Paul Heyman side with a number of guys now. I think I think the days of the Paul Heyman guy are kind of over. I get, yes, I get that. But again, that's kind of theory's gimmick. It would be, you know, he's kind of. He's he, he you know I actually I missed something that I wanted to say. The Royal Rumble would have the best spot ever, where he would throw Cody over the ropes, right? Thinking he won, so he'd pull out his cell phone and he'd try to take a selfie, and then in the selfie he would see Cody behind him, and then Cody would do some goofy selfie with him and then throw him out. <laughs> That'd be funny. But I don't know. I think for a he would give massive heel heat, whether it's heel heat you want, it would give a massive heel heat to steal Cody's thunder. And the you know and cost him the title, and B though it turns Roman face because yes he's a great heel but I think the ultimate goal is to turn him face again eventually anyway. Uh, and so I think this is the way to do it, and then he can come yeah. back at SummerSlam the next year and destroy Theory in three minutes and destroy Paul Heyman and then Paul Heyman can leave. <laughs> I think you're probably I like your theory, your theory, <laughs> uh, but. I think is too lazy for that. That's too that's too oh, yeah. that's too, too complicated for Dodo. But obviously, if you're gonna do that though, you have to build theory up. You can't do it with theory now. You have to let him actually have some quality wins, actually let him and the whole time he can be teasing his uh, cash in, obviously. Uh, right. every time Roman's there, he'll tease it. But I think you have to give him quality wins if you're gonna actually have him be successful. Because right. like you said, almost every money in the bank person goes on a losing streak. And then when they cash in, it's like, and eh, like, okay, but he's lost every match he's wrestled for the last month or year. Yeah. So, like, Miz um, and Biggie. I, so, I think if you're going to do think, it, you got to push him. You got to get yeah, him some quality wins. I just think Cody Rhodes, though, for Cody Rhodes, I think it's bigger for him to beat Roman Reigns and get oh, those belts. 100%. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, and I obviously. still feel like that's their story that they're wanting to tell is is Cody Rhodes. I mean, it writes itself. Cody's going to be back in time for the Rumble, and he's winning the Rumble. I think that's yeah. a gift for everybody. It's just a matter of. And I think, I think that's why I did the fancy booking the way I did it. Is I think that they are going to tease because you're yeah. still going to theory is still going to come out and be like the biggest heel. Cause he's going to try to, he's going to try to steal the thunder. Yeah. He's going to try to ruin Cody's big moment. Yeah. But I think, I think Cody's going to overcome it. I mean, either way, I, I didn't know how similar we would be. We were still very similar in our booking of having it happen at mania because they teased it on raw. And I think it's just, it's only happened once in theory is the kind of guy with his gimmick 
in his character that it makes sense to do it at Mania because he's like all about the star and he's all about, and he's Vince McMahon's guy. So it makes sense for his character to try to do it at Mania. Right. Even though The Miz would have made more sense. But, you know, he's a Hollywood guy. But I don't know. That, I, I, we, like I said before on the Mini Make preview show we did, there were many other options that could have went with, which would have been a way better story. Oh, so yeah. Theory is a, as Money in the Bank is something that I am not looking forward to. It's, it's been disastrous already. Like, this beginning is terrible. It's like his gimmick. He's just running around like a fucking goofball. And I'm like, this is the guy. This is your next Cena. This is your next Orton. And this is the way you're having him be. He's just a goofball. It's dumb. If you're going to book him, just he's money in the bank. Fucking push him. Let him be serious. Let him fucking get some quality wins against some guys. I mean, maybe that's what Ziggler's for, but I don't know if that's a quality win or not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he just lost the goddamn riddle. So he's off to a roaring start right now. So. Right. Um, All right. I think that's going to do it. That, that was pretty good. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize how similar we were going to be. That was cool. Again, we did not plan that. We we independently at work both thought of this <laughs> thing. So the fact that we were that similar and having it happen at Mania and Cody winning the Rumble is <laughs> pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's going to wrap this episode up. I hope you enjoyed watching or listening or however you consume this thing. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, you can follow us on all social media at Sabry ENT S A B R Y E N T. That is TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, we are on Facebook at High Scores and High Spots. Uh, check us out on there. Um, you can email us Sabry ENT one, the number one at gmail.com. Uh, that's going to do it. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. We'll see you in the next episode where we'll be doing another top 10 list. Plus, we'll be having a double dose of game reviews, as well as the rest of the wrestling and video game talk. For Nathan, I am Ryan, reminding you to always hit your spots and set your scores. Later.